Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic and part five and the last episode of the Fairies miniseries. So before I get into the episode, I have an announcement to make. I just got engaged to be married. Um, Chris asked me to marry him on Christmas Eve. It was so sweet how he did it. We were over at my mom and dad's opening presents and one of the presents from him to me was one of the last gifts to be open. So I was opening it and it was a mug. And my first thought was, oh great, another mug? Because <laughs> I get so many mugs and tumblers and cups and stuff um, for Christmas and teacher appreciation week and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I was like, okay. But then on the top of the box, it said to please open, there's more inside. So I'm like, hmm, okay. So I opened it up and inside the box, inside the mug was another little gift bag. So I took the gift bag out and I looked in the bag and there was a ring. And I looked over at Chris and I said, is this what I think it means? And he said, I think it means we're getting married. So I just started bawling my eyes out. I was crying and everyone stopped what they were doing and was like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And I was like, oh my goodness, he got me a ring. So everyone was like all excited and everything. And everyone got videos on their phones ready and everything like that. And he got down on one knee and he popped the question. And of course I said yes, and I was all tears and everything like that. So that is something that we are going to be planning for this upcoming year. So that is going to be my highlight of 2023. Okay, <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Anyway, without further ado, let's continue with the fairies. Padfoot is a shape-shifting black dog that haunts the roads of England. They are often considers, considered as harbingers of death or impending bad luck. They are usually associated with electrical storms and fire. There are other names associated with this beast, such as Churchyard Beast, Guy Trash, and Grim, just to name a few. Pan is a nature spirit of fields and woods in Greek mythology. The lower half of his body is that of a goat, while the upper half is man. He is the god of shepherds and flocks. Puka is a shape-shifting fairy who loves drama and mischief. They look like humans except with furry ears. They love to cause distractions. Pixie is a type of fairy who is very mischievous. The more popular ones are Cornish pixies from Cornwall, England. Some say they could be troublesome, while others say they are very helpful around the home. 
Pontianak are from Malay folklore, which suggests that if proper rituals were not observed after a woman dies during childbirth, then they turn into these sad, vengeful beings. They are attracted to homes where a woman is about to give birth. Portunes are fairies the size of a finger. They appear as wrinkled men who work on farms. They are friendly and may grant wishes if captured. Puck, one of my favorite fairies from stories, is a shapeshifter who changes into the form of many animals. He changes in these forms to cause mischief. And, of course, Puck is a main character in Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. Raven is a beautiful black bird said to be associated with the Fae. They bring guidance, protection, and change to those they deem worthy of their presence. Redcaps can be very dangerous. They are a type of goblin in European folklore. They like to inhabit old castles in which violence had occurred. They are often described as short, thick men with long teeth, skinny arms, fingers like talons, large red eyes, long hair, and of course, red caps. Roan are seal people, also known as the Selkie. They can change form to either a seal or human by using their seal skin. Salamanders are small lizards associated with the Fae. They have an affinity with fire where they can both create and put out flames. I guess they are also fire resistant. The Sealy Court. So, fairies are divided into sections, okay? The Sealy and Unsealy Courts. They're Scottish names for good and bad fairies. So, Sealy means blessed or lucky, while Unsealy means unfortunate or unhappy. So, just by some of the descriptions of the fairies, you can determine which group they belong in. But just keep in mind that just because a fairy can be mischievous and play pranks doesn't necessarily mean that they are bad overall. Silkies are a type of brownie that can be found doing domestic work in people's homes. Their appearance is very similar to humans. Swan maidens take off their feather robes to appear in human form to dance and bathe. They marry human men who keep the feather robe in their possession to prevent their wife from leaving them. Tom Thumb was the result of Merlin granting a wish to a barren woman who wanted a child. She gave birth to a child three months later, and he, indeed, was no bigger than her husband's thumb. After a series of pranks and mishaps, Tom becomes an entertainer to King Arthur. Trolls are mountain-dwelling tr creatures that have been depicted as ugly monsters with benevol benevolent attitudes. They can't stand the sound of bells or church music. In fact, they don't like anything to do with religions, so the best way to keep them away would be religious symbols to protect your home. Trolls are male troll-like beings that marry human women. As soon as they give birth to a baby troll, the woman dies. A troll never marries more than once, and he can't die until his son is all grown up. Undines are water fairies that dwell in lakes, rivers, and streams. They are very helpful with anything involving emotions and making decisions. These are very calm beings.
Vilas are Slavic female spirits in nature. They are here to miss when it comes to helping humans. Some live on land, some in the water, and some in the sky. They can appear as horses, wolves, swans, or falcons. They have supernatural powers and are very good in the art of healing. Will-o'-the-Wisp is an atmospheric ghost light also known as jack-o'-lantern. It is usually seen by travelers at night by bogs, swamps, and marshes. Xenia is the Romanian equivalent of a fairy godmother. They vary in size and appearance and can transform to blend in with their surroundings. They are good about helping lost travelers in the woods find their way. Okay, so that concludes the list of fairies in this series. Like I said before, there are many more out there and you can certainly do your own research on them. Connecting with certain types of fairies can be beneficial, but a lot of them will only show themselves to those they deem worthy or if they, if they can trust that they will come to no harm. You can also use meditation or divination to ask the fairies for guidance. And on that note, I want to draw a card from my newest oracle deck. I am so excited about this deck. Um, this will be my first time drawing a card from it, just so you know. And it is called the Fairy Wisdom or Oracle. <clears throat> and it's by Amy Brown. And I don't know if you're familiar with Amy Brown, but if you love fairies, you probably are familiar with her work. She is one of my favorite artists. I love her depictions of fairies and other mythical beings. I just love, love, love it. Um, this kit comes in this beautiful box. And of course, there's a picture of a fairy on the front. And then there are some butterflies and there's a little dragon on there. Um, and all of Amy Brown glorious art, you know. And the book that it comes with is actually hardcover. And it is so beautiful. There's another um, fairy on there. Actually, there's a couple of fairies, but one is the main focus. And sitting on flowers and everything. And actually, this book is written by Nancy Brown. And of course, the artwork is by Amy Brown. So Nancy Brown, just so you know, is actually Amy Brown's mother. So that's pretty cool that they work together in doing this. You know what I mean? This is actually their first oracle deck, or at least Amy's first oracle deck, you know, doing it. So what I want to do before I pick a card is there is a little chant in here. And every deck of cards, or at least the oracle cards, um, usually come with some kind of guidance, medi you know, prayer or um, chant, if you will. And what it does is it kind of gets you prepared for the cards and it asks for guidance. Okay. And so let me just go on and I will read you this chant so that we can go on and read, get a card drawing. In the name of all that is pure and sweet, I ask that smoke and cards do meet. I call upon the fairies dare to do the work my cards declare. My energy is all that is needed, and in these cards it is seated. Now the work can begin to ask and then to delve within. So be it.
So that is actually a chant that you would do to cleanse your cards, especially the very first time that you're using it. And um, I did a little blessing on my cards, but I did not do this chant. This is actually the first time that I'm reading the chant. So after this, when I delve into the cards again, I'll probably do this chant along with putting the cards through sage. That's always a good thing. Sage or incense, you know, you can burn a candle and put it through the smoke of the flame. Just don't set them on fire, please. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Okay, so let's go ahead and pick a card. Of course, let me see. Let's take them out of the box, which is a very, very cool box. And even like on the bottom, there's like a picture of a butterfly. And these cards are a little big and thick, so they're a little, a little awkward at first to shuffle, especially when they're brand new. But I'm doing my best. <laughs> I did take a look through all these cards. And oh my goodness, they are all beautiful. And some of these images I actually had uh, have artwork on um, Amy Brown's artwork. So, you know, they are familiar. So let's see. So we pretty much want to know what's what's ahead in our upcoming new year, I guess, right? So, ooh, okay. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and pick the top card. And then I got to get the book to read it. So let's see. Do, 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 do. The card that I drew, by the way, is called Trouble. <laughs> oh, no. So let's see what, what this is all about. Um, and the keyword is honesty. I like it because they have keywords. And by the way, the artwork on this is, it is a mischievous type looking fairy on the picture, on the card, um, along with another little mischievous little little imp type being. And it has keywords and then it has a chant and then it has kind of like an affirmation. So I'll go ahead and read the description of the card. This card is telling you to keep your eyes open and your ears alert. Someone is not being as honest with you as they can be. This can be in business affairs or in a relationship. There is a stretching of the truth or a covering up of facts. You are likely to find out too late unless you pay attention. Bring your intuition into play and combine it with fact finding. No one can keep the wool over your eyes for very long. This card is also asking that you be scrupulous with your own words and deeds. Remember that what you send out is what you get back. This is the law of the universe. Be honest with yourself. Trouble can almost always be avoided by paying attention, choosing your words and actions wisely, and by listening to your higher self. Ask the fairies and angels to help you tap into your highest and best energy. Remember, you do not need to draw negative situations into your life. Choose to bring joyful and positive situations instead. Sometimes the best action can simply be no action. So like it said, that can be anywhere from, you know, something in your job or a business or relationship. It could be something to do with family, you know, so keep an eye and ear out for anything like that. And here is the chant that comes along with this card. Truth is within me. Honest people surround me. 
I am guided in all things to the perfect course of action. My world is bountiful, and I work with the tool of attraction, so be it. And then the affirmation on it says, stir things up today. <laughs> so um, I guess cause your own little trouble. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that was just um, a really quick draw. And I'm kind of curious if I fan these out, if I would get a different outcome. Because sometimes when you're asking a bigger question um, and not just kind of like a daily routine, general, how's my day going to go, that kind of thing, um, then you want to probably do either a three card or a five card spread or you could shuffle the cards and once you're done shuffling, fan them out and just kind of feel through all of them to see which one feels like it has the most energy at the moment. You know, which one is going to be drawn to you, you know, and this is the one that I just got and it's called Beloved. So I'll go ahead and read this one just just for the just for the heck of it. Uh, let's see. 27 whoa and this oops this fairy is actually holding up a baby so let's see what this says all right the key word is adoration and here we go who do the angels and elementals adore who do they serve joyously and tirelessly you they know of the great work that you are here to do on earth and they do their very best to aid you. They watch out for you. They whisper answers in your ears. They help heal you when you are ill and comfort you when you are sad. Because of them, you are never alone. They are always at your beckoning. Family members or friends who have passed on help in these capacities too. If you become quiet, they will give you a sign. It could be a feeling in the forehead, a gentle wisp through your hair, a sense of a hand on your shoulder. You can always call them and they will come to you. This card reminds you that your helping beings are thinking of you. It can also be telling you that you have an admirer on the earth plane too. If you do not know who it is, ask the angels and elementals to tell you. Remember that you are beloved. Always be yourself and know that is good enough. Others will love you for who you are, not for who you might think you should be. Recognize your incredible uniqueness in this world. There is no other like you. There is no other person who can fulfill your destiny on earth. Adore yourself. So that kind of like falls in line with the last card, the trouble card, because it's saying that no matter what happens, always trust yourself, trust your instincts, you know, adore yourself, take care of yourself, you know, just keep that in mind. Um, and here is the chant. I rejoice in my divine nature. <clears throat> I am unique unto myself. I have come to earth to fulfill a destiny that no one else can fill. To do a job that no one else can do. I love myself completely on all levels. So be it. And the little affirmation is ring a bell for an angel today. All right. So there we go. So yeah, these cards are really beautiful. If you like fairies and 
especially if you love Amy Brown fairies um, and you're into the Oracle, I highly suggest this this deck. Um, you can order it on Amazon. That's where I got mine from. Um, it is beautiful. All right, everyone. So I hope you enjoyed this little fairies mini series. Um, I know that the episodes were a little shorter than I intended them to be, but we got through it in five episodes. So I'm happy about that. And then I can move on to the a topic next week. So, all right, everyone, have a very happy and a very safe new year and a very magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week. So be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.